Hey guys, I am back and I am so excited to start off 2024 with a new podcast episode where I'm going to be sharing with you guys just all of the things that I learned in 2023 and also how I'm going to be really manifesting my desired reality going into 2024. And I learned a lot in 2023. Let's just say that there was a lot that went on behind the scenes of building a business and, you know, being an online coach and also just being a woman in progress, hence, you know, the title of this podcast, right? Just being a girl going through just life and learning and going through my own things through these processes. Um, and so I want to share with you guys my biggest reflections and, you know, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. And I would love to hear how this kind of resonates with you. Um, and regardless of 2023, 2024, these are reflections that you can take with you no matter what time it is, um, what year it is, when you're listening to this. And I also think this would be really super cool for me to listen to, you know, you know, five years down the line and just like hear the things that I was kind of learning at this moment in time and kind of hearing back, you know, um, what some of those things are. So I'm going to go through each one and then kind of elaborate a little bit on what those things kind of taught me um, and how I'm kind of tying that into my life now. Um, and then I want to share with you guys the areas that I want to grow and how I want to, like the things that I just want to bring into my life going into this year. So with that being said, let's just dive right in. So the first thing, and some of these things are quotes, some of these things you may have already heard, but they are huge things that I have learned and have been like, honestly, huge wake up calls in my own journey, just being a business owner, building a business, scaling a business, you know, just being in my own, again, just evolution and development. And it's also things that I just even have reflections from my own clients. And the first thing is, is the magic that you're looking for is always in the work that you're avoiding. The magic that you're looking for is in the work that you're avoiding. The results that you're looking for is in the work that you're avoiding. And this includes things like inner work, self-therapy, asking for help, as much as, as much as it is doing the work work, right? Because for building a business, this could look like sales, marketing, you know, um, this can look like, you know, uh, building your network, right? And you could be doing all of that work, but if you're avoiding, you know, doing the inner work and listening to your inner thoughts and doing the energetic work, the same thing with your health and fitness goals, you know, you're hitting your macros, you're in the gym, but you're not actually looking in your inner world and seeing how your limiting beliefs are actually creating certain patterns that are keeping you in the same loop, then that is where the magic is, Right. And vice versa, if you always find yourself in this like self-development, you're always in the planning and preparing phase, but when it comes down to actually doing the nitty gritty work and being consistent with it, there's, you know, excuses or you kind of put, you know, the responsibility outside of you, like you don't have time or you don't have this, well, then you're losing out on the magic, right? And so that's something huge that I learned for myself because I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. Like there was definitely points in time in my journey where it was really easy to put the blame 
or the responsibility onto my mentor or, you know, the mentorship that I'm in right now and the program that I'm in right now, or, you know, just kind of feel like, oh, you know, why does every, why is everybody else, you know, here and I'm here and kind of fall under to the self-comparison. And I had to be really fucking real with myself of, am I actually doing everything that I could be doing? And if I am, am I doing it consistently? And am I doing it consistently enough? Right. Cause consistent for four weeks is not the same as consistently enough. Right. Um, and this applies for anything in life, which is, you know, why I love drawing parallels from the things that I'm learning in my business back to like health and fitness, um, and everything else, because it, it's all the same shit. Right. And so this brings me to my next reflection. Um, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. If you assume things won't work out for you, they will not work out for you. If you assume things are always working out for you and not to you and you practice being in a positive expectation or at least a neutral expectation where you're detached overall from the outcome, but you continue to show up and you detach from outcomes and things, then you are more open to receiving. Whenever I assumed that, you know, X, Y, Z would happen, it would happen. And whenever I really focus on detaching from the outcome and remaining in positive expectation and just focus on doing the work and focus on my own journey and my own progress and my own things, I got what I wanted out of it. And so this isn't about like manipulating energy or, you know, any of that, but it's really just about, again, going back to the core of what are your belief systems? What do you believe to be true about yourself, your capabilities, your progress, and how do you perceive yourself and how can we shift that to actually support you so you can manifest and create the life that you desire versus create whatever you believe? Because a lot of the times we don't want to create what we already believe if what we believe isn't helpful, right? So it was like every single time I, you know, assumed something about it, it would happen because that's how our brain works. Our brain has confirmation bias. It's going to filter out anything that goes against our own belief systems. So that way you can continue to rack up evidence to support your beliefs. And if your beliefs aren't helping you, then we need to shift your belief systems. So that way you can start to actually rack up evidence towards what you want to believe, not what you believe, but you don't fucking want to believe anymore. Right. And, you know, whatever that looks like for you, the first thing that comes to mind for you is really what that is. And so these two things kind of go hand in hand. You know, the magic is in the work that you're avoiding, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. It all kind of comes back to this like avoidance or procrastination or like just again, assuming things just out of like a defense mechanism right? Protecting yourself by keeping yourself stuck in the same loops and the same patterns. And I got really aware of my patterns this past year. Okay. Um, in terms of business, you know, we, in terms of like actual, um, just revenue, we pretty much like maintained for the year. We had some really big months, um, and other months we maintained. Obviously my goal was to like double our revenue from last year. 
And, you know, like the goal of this is obviously income is equal to the amount of impacts that we get to make. So the more income that we're making, the more revenue we're making, the more impacts that we're making because, you know, embody her, our one-on-one coaching program for a woman it has a set system that is proven. It has a set method that is proven. We work with specific women to get them specific results and to change their lives. So I'm not really worried about that part, right? But, you know, revenue is a big way to kind of see how you are growing, but it's not the only way. And it's the same thing in your health and fitness with things like the scale, right? Like the scale could have stayed the same. It could have even gone up a little bit or whatever, right? But how, what are all the other ways that you grew and you learned? Right. And so I learned a lot about myself and, you know, just in 2023 on, there was so much work that I was doing. And there was also so much work that I was avoiding. I just was the difficult work, the discomfort, the uncomfortable shit, just the things that felt daunting, the things that I felt like, you know, I just couldn't, you know, hold capacity for. And so really in 2023, I built a lot of capacity for the things that I'm uncomfortable for with. And, you know, I shifted a lot of belief systems and I shifted a lot of, I healed a lot of like wounds um, with receiving and, you know, just, you know, really claiming my desires and stepping into my power. I had like this big kind of just fear with stepping into my power. It almost felt like it was too much, like too much. Right. And you guys might feel the same way in other areas of your life where you kind of hit your cap, you hit your upper limit of like abundance and progress and joy and whatever. And when you hit your upper limit, what tends to happen? We tend to self-sabotage, procrastination comes up, you know, avoidance, escapism, choose your poison, right? And self-sabotage isn't the devil, you know what I mean? Self-sabotage is pretty much what happens when we don't get our nervous systems on board with our desires, okay? Self-sabotage is what happens when we don't get our nervous system on board with our desires. And when I say this, what I mean is our nervous system is all like the chemical reactions going on in our body, right? And it's like when you get triggered, it's when you feel good. It's it's like all of the, you know, chemical things that are going on in our body, right? And when we have certain desires, let's say for you, that is, you know, achieving a certain physique goal in a healthy way, or maybe it's starting your own business and, you know, achieving financial freedom for yourself or, you know, um, you know, attracting your dream partner, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest into your reality, Self-sabotage is what happens when our body doesn't feel safe with our desires. Even if those desires are good, especially when those desires are good and pleasurable and juicy and abundant, because most of us are used to the latter. You know what I mean? Most of us are, are, we're used to fear. We're used to living in fear and anxiety and worrying about shit all the fucking time and chaos and depression and It's not about getting rid of those things altogether, but when we actually start to like get the things we want in life, it can be kind of trippy, right? And so our nervous system doesn't like, our ego doesn't like anything that is not familiar. 
And so unconsciously, this is when we start to slip back to old habits or we start to manifest chaos into our reality. So, so like we can fall off track or whatever the case may be. Right. I even see this happen with, you know, past clients sometimes where they're killing it. They're being super consistent, but their entire life has been wrapped up in chaos and never really getting to where they want to be. And they are kind of always used to operating in pain and, and there will just be like a fuck ton of shit that will just happen. Like to just like throw a wrench in it. And it's, it's literally, it's literally coming from this place of unconsciously not feeling safe with our desires, not feeling safe with the power. And so I actually invested like $6,000 into a um, nervous system. This is going to be a, a mouthful, okay? But a nervous system regulation and calibration <laughs> mentorship. And what this pretty much was and helped me do and helped me learn, and this is the work that I'm starting to incorporate within my business coaching and within Embody Her, right? is how can we actually, yes, do the mindset work of like, okay, rewiring your belief systems, rewiring your subconscious mind, but also like neck down, getting your body on board with your desires and understanding how to regulate yourself when you do get triggered, you know, um, understanding how to like take yourself out of this panic and fight or flight when the scale goes up and bring yourself back to a regulated place, you know, understanding how to, you know, when you do start to make a lot of progress in your journey and you find yourself starting to procrastinate a little bit more and, you know, you're starting to say, you know, you're just starting to kind of just loosen up with, you know, your personal boundaries or boundaries with other people and you start to fall back to old habits, whatever it is, this is all signs that our body, our actual body, our nervous system isn't on board yet. And so the way that we do this is through nervous system calibration work. Um, I don't expect you guys to know what that means, but pretty much what it means is we are getting our body used to and attuned to the juiciness of like our desires and getting our nervous system safe, feeling safe. Like it is safe. Like that's been one of my biggest affirmations that I'm bringing into 2024 especially because I desire to continue to expand, you know, my vision and I want to, I'm creating my dream life, bitch. We only got one life. I'm not living a regular life. I don't give a fuck. And y'all are in this journey with me. So let's go. Right. Like I refuse. I say this all the time. I, ref I rebuke the experience of being 90 years old and being like, I should have done this. I should have done that. Like, why did I care what this person thought about me? Like, uh, no, no, I want to be on my deathbed like, damn, I lived a damn good life, bitch. We had some crazy, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, just really, really came here to do what I needed to do and became who I know that I already am, right? And so one of my biggest affirmations going into 2024 has been, it is safe for things to be this good. It is safe for things to be good. It is safe for me to make progress. It is safe for me to receive with ease, right? That doesn't mean I don't have challenges and hardships. Y'all don't even know the half of it, right? But I lean into the tools that I've learned through the things that I've invested in. I don't think of this shit out of my ass. I invest in the knowledge and the wisdom. 
so I can have it for myself, so I can learn and grow. So that brings me to my next reflection, which is perfect because it goes right into like nervous system, you know, regulation and being able to expand your actual capacity and energetic capacity to hold abundance. Have you ever like, like think about money for a second, right? Have you ever found that like you get like a, a, a little bit more income or the more money you make, it's either two things. It's just gone. You don't even know where it goes or you hold onto it for dear motherfucking life. Like Mr. Krabs. It's like those two things. What that really shows. So the first one is like, if you find that, like, even if your income increases a little bit, you just don't know where it's going. It's gone. You don't know where it went. Like, or the second you get more money or the second you pay down your credit card, you just rack it back up again. That is literally your, um, like, it's, it's literally an unconscious response, unconscious, unaware. It's your nervous system. You don't, you can't, you don't have the capacity to hold that because whatever that is your relationship with money and how that looks like, whatever you've been used to is what's safe. And so like having like an extra thousand dollars in your savings or having like an extra, you know, whatever it, it, or like having like your credit, like be down and having a like overflow if you're not used to that, if you're always used to living paycheck to paycheck and being in debt, you're going to make that money disappear, right? And so it's titrating your nervous system to be on board and to be able to hold and receive capacity for more. And this has been the biggest fucking thing that I've learned and has changed my life is nervous system healing work. Okay. And so um, if you're a coach who's listening right now or a business owner and you want to learn a little bit more about how to be able to kind of match that strategy of building a business and having financial freedom and marry that and fuse it together with, you know, spirituality and nervous system capacity, um, expansion work and being able to really get your body and your mind on board with your desires you know, I want to invite you to actually, you know, if you're looking for that support and you, you know, you don't want to do it on your own, I actually have three more spots open for one-on-one private mentorship with that. And that is the work that we do within that container. Um, and the same thing within Embody Her, right? Embody Her, for those who don't know, is our one-on-one online women's nutrition, health, and fitness coaching service. And so with this, it's so much deeper than just like your macros and your training. Like, yes, we want to educate you on those things, help you lose fat, build muscle, all of that great stuff. But we also want to rewire your mind so you don't fall into these self-sabotaging patterns and understand how can we get your body on board with this progress especially if you've been so used to getting progress losing progress getting progress losing progress gaining and regaining the same 10 15 20 pounds or just always being in the pursuit of weight loss but never actually being able to sustain it long term even though that's not what you want your body has created a sense of safety with it just for the plain fucking fact that it's all, all you've been used to. So although you might picture yourself looking a certain way or have something on your vision board of how you want to look, you're probably not going to get there because you're, you know, with just, you know, tracking your macros alone because it's deeper than that. It's energetic shit. 
And that is the sacred work that we do within Embody Her and what sets us apart from so many other coaching programs, which I'm sure are great as well. But the work that we do within there is so, so just insane. The, the just like results that women get outside of the physical are just like their mindset shifts and their perspectives and their capacity to make progress. And so I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but this brings me back to my point. My next reflection is your ability to give to yourself is equal to your capacity to receive. Your ability to give to yourself is equal to your capacity to receive. What does that mean, Lexi? Receive what? Give what? (laughs) Let me break it down for you. So when we talk about your capacity to receive, what we're talking about is being able to receive. That made no sense. But what I'm going to kind of get into, and this is a very trendy topic nowadays. And when honestly, when I hear these words, you could groan. I'd be like, ah, here we go. But let's just keep it, you know, Let's just, this is just really what it is, right? This goes back to your feminine and masculine energy. Okay. This is like the hot topic fucking is so annoying when like the wrong people get a hold of these topics, but whatever to each their own, you know, um, we all have feminine and masculine energy. Okay. Your feminine energy is the ability to like flow and, you know, be intuitive and receive and just be, it's your ability to be right. This is deeper than like getting your nails done and like beauty, right? That's one form of receiving and self-care, but it's also like your ability to pour into yourself, your ability to set boundaries, your ability to not be in this people pleasing mindset, right? So there's your divine feminine and there's your divine masculine energy. Now wounded, and then we have the wounded versions of those. Now wounded feminine energy, which that used to be me, especially after my toxic relationship years ago, I I was wounded as hell because I felt like being in my feminine had me taken advantage of, but it wasn't that I was being in my feminine. It was that I was a naive ass bitch. Okay. And I had no boundaries and no self-respect. So obviously, um, I'm going to be taken advantage of. Right. So then it pushed me super in my masculine where I didn't feel safe to be in my feminine anymore. Um, I felt like it made me weak. I felt like it made me a target. I felt like, you know, if I'm, you know, and I got way into my masculine where I was super aggressive and intimidating and honestly was pushing people away. Right. And so it wasn't until after years, you know, of healing and going through actual healthy relationships that I was actually able to heal these parts of me. Um, Nobody's ever completely healed, but I'm definitely have come a long way. Right. But your wounded feminine and like the wounded energy of this is going to show up as like the need to be strong all the time or people please or, you know, take care and show up for everyone else but yourself. And you kind of feel guilty for being selfish or guilty for having time for yourself, especially if you have kids or a family, you know, mom guilt is like a real thing. And so, you know, that is equal to how open you are to receiving and to receive means to receive abundance, joy, pleasure, money, love with ease, 
with ease, receive. Like, I just want to give you, I just want to give it to you. It's like when you think of God or the universe, like God, God just wants to give you everything that you want. Like you don't have to do shit. You don't have to fucking, you know, you don't have to go to church every Sunday to be worthy, right? Like God, the universe is always giving you abundance. All you have to do is open up your motherfucking hands, bitch, and be open to it. But what happens? We feel guilty. Oh no, I'm not worthy. Oh no, I'm not deserving. Okay, I'm gonna procrast- I'm gonna put it off. I'm gonna block my blessings. Right? I'm gonna block it. I'm sorry, baby. And I'm talking to past self too. And to me now, honestly, I'm talking when I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking to me. That doesn't make you a good person. <laughs> like being like being like blocking your blessings or not pouring into yourself and giving to everybody else, that doesn't make you like. Uh, like a, uh, just, you know, you're generous and all of that, but it doesn't make you any more like, you know, it just doesn't. And so your ability to pour into yourself, your ability to actually prioritize you and make time for you and not be like, Oh, I got to find time for no bitch. You got to make the time. Ew right? Your ability to give to yourself. And by the way, guys, bitch is my love language. So I'm calling y'all bitches because I love y'all. Okay. Um, your ability to give to yourself is equal to your capacity to receive. So if you struggle to receive, then we need to work on healing those relational wounds and those parts of you that don't feel that feel like a bad person for, for things or not even a bad person, but you're so used to things being so hard and so difficult and so extreme that you don't know how to actually receive progress or receive abundance or receive love for fucking barely doing anything, right? For just being who you are. I really like to think about it like a baby. When a baby is born, do you like look at the baby and you're like, hmm, yeah, we'll see. You know, you're not worthy. No, you know a baby is worthy. You're still that baby, right? No matter the past things that you've done, no matter, you know, what has come on, right? And so, you know, a lot of our relationship wounds, relational wounds show up in these areas of our life. You know, um, so if you want to think about like avoidance or anxious attachment styles, if you don't know what that is, it's pretty much just like our attachment styles and how we show up let's say like in relationships, maybe you're really anxious. Like you're always worrying, are they going to text back? Are they going to like me? La, 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 la. If you're an anxious attachment style in your relationships, you're most likely going to be an anxious attachment style with your health and fitness, right? You're going to be worrying about, am I doing enough? Am I doing all the right things? La, 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 la. Same thing if you're really avoidant, right? And this, this doesn't have to be like static. It can fluctuate, right? But if you're really avoidant, like you tend to be really cold or cut off people really quickly or not reply or, you know, not like you just ghost people or whatever. You avoid confrontation. You avoid discomfort. It's the same thing in your health and fitness journey and your wellness. You're probably going to avoid the things that you need to do or avoid the things that help you feel better. And when you are, when we're avoiding or we're trying to control and force things and we're coming from this place of scarcity, lack, and fear, we are closing ourselves off energetically from the things that we want. Because fear is an illusion. And when fear and scarcity is going on, we are like, you can picture like a fog over your head. You're not thinking correctly. And you think that you're regaining control, but you're actually doing the opposite.
And so when we work to heal those wounds and open ourselves up to abundance, to ease, to joy by healing our weird fucking feelings around what it means to just receive without needing to perform or be perfect or look a certain way or achieve all the time or do anything, then we can give more to ourselves and we can feel less guilt around it. It's less about like what, like action and more just about worthiness and yeah. Okay. So I've been popping off y'all. I'm not going to lie, but I have a few more uh, tangents that I'm going to go on. If this podcast is hitting for you so far, uh, do me, do your girl a favor and leave a, a, a rating, leave a review, take a screenshot, share it on your story, share it with a friend. Um, you know, I took a couple of weeks off from the podcast. I was really kind of falling into, uh, in my relationships and, you know, I, I, not even in relationships, but in general, I tend to have an avoidant pattern. And so when it comes to podcasts or YouTube specifically, um, I might fall into those avoidant tendencies where I don't post for a couple of weeks cause I'm, you know, stuck in perfectionism. And again, I don't feel worthy. I don't feel deserving. I don't feel good enough. Right. And so, you know, um, my goal and my desire going into 2024 is to uphold those cons that consistency for myself and really focus on value and consistency and showing up for you guys. And honestly, just like talking about the shit I want to talk about. Um, and knowing that I don't need to show up perfectly in order to, for it to be effective or for it to be impactful, for it to bring value to somebody. So my next couple of things, I'm not going to lie. Your girl needs a meal. Uh, I can always tell when my battery starts to die. Um, so I'm going to wrap this up really soon, but my next thing, guys, biggest thing that I've learned and then I'm bringing into 2024 is that your environment matters. It just does. And if you work from home, then I want you to times that by 10. Okay. Um, your environment matters. Connection and community matters. Get off the screens and get out of the house. And connect with people. If you're in a community, like connect, put yourself out there, engage, right? Our community within Embody Her, um, our one-on-one, you know, coaching experience is sacred. That's how I see it. You know, we have high five girlies in there. We're always sharing motivation, pushing ourselves to be better, sharing the areas that we fall short. And it's through that and that lack of judgment and just being our true selves that we actually thrive. We're better together. And so I used to be one of those girls who just always felt like I was better with the guys, you know, like I have like my core group of girlfriends, but outside of that, I never really, I just assumed that I didn't connect well with other women. Um, that is a complete, that has completely changed now. I am such, I fucking love women, good women. I'm sending healing to the rest of them, but <laughs> I just had some experiences with like bitches who were boy crazy, fake bitches, secret haters. And so I had a little bit of, you know, bad taste in my mouth years ago, years ago. But over the years, like I really have learned that like when I protect my energy and when I'm vulnerable and I know who I am, it allows others to feel safe to do the same. And so I'm actually in a mastermind right now, um, which is pretty much just like a, 
you know, a, a business mastermind with other women. It's only women. It's called the Wealthy Women's Business Academy. And I never really was the type to like talk in the community or show up to the calls. I just felt like, you know, I'm going to just do me kind of lone wolf introvert kind of vibes, which I feel like some of y'all might be like, really? Like, I feel like a little extrovert, but I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit of like an introvert as well. And my mentor, she had reached out and she was like, hey girl, like I would love to see you on the calls. I would love to see you engage in the chat. And, you know, it really just pulled me to share more. And it's through that, that I made so much amazing connections and it can be really easy to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. I only care about myself. And it might sound selfish, but a lot of us are like that. Let's keep it real. And once you put yourself out there and you actively like just engage or get out into your community or, you know, just put yourself out there, you know, it's not always going to be perfect, but it just opens you up to so much more connection. And that's one of the things that I had went through this year is I actually went through like a, a deep depression this year, um, working from home. I, you know, was always in my house. I, you know, go on walks here and there, but besides like my community and my core group of friends, you know, and they're all cuffed and shit. So like we hang out, like, you know, a couple times a quarter, but I was just craving that just connection, connection. And it matters. It does. And your environment matters. I took some time to beautify my home a lot more and decorate it and have lighting and incense and really leaned into romanticizing my life a lot more romanticizing my wind down practices, romanticizing my morning rituals, romanticizing my pre-workout routine and having more fun with these more quote unquote mundane things, meal prepping, groceries, romanticize that shit. Your meal prepping, make a nice little mocktail, put on some house music or some jazz music and, and have fun with it. Right? So that is another thing that I learned. And as well as that, like being in a mastermind, being in an area where I'm asking for help, it doesn't make you weak or incapable if you need to ask for help. I always felt like, oh, I don't want to bother somebody or I don't want to sound stupid or I already asked this question. And this is something that I run into a lot with my clients as well, where I'm like, girl, why don't you ask me? And they're like, I don't want to bother you or I don't want to. And I'm like, girl, it's fine. But it doesn't make you weak or incapable if you need help. And honestly, y'all, I'm going to keep it real because that's what we do. If you think you got it all figured out, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, and my last thing, guys, is, you know, this is a big one. This is a big one. Whether you're on your health and fitness journey, um, you know, you're just like trying to create a healthy lifestyle or, you know, you're trying to become a content creator, trying to have your own business, whatever it is, or you're in a relationship. This can apply to anything. Something I learned just because I don't feel excited about something all the time doesn't mean that it's not in alignment or that it's not worth it. Right. Or just because I just because something triggers me, makes me uncomfortable or pushes me out of my comfort zone or makes me scared doesn't mean it's not in alignment. I was always, I was kind of stuck in this like loop of like alignment. It's not in alignment with me. If it feels like it's in alignment with me. And I had to come to the conclusion that success and stepping into your next level, stepping into your new identity is uncomfortable. And there's going to be shit that's hard and there's going to be daunting tasks initially. 
And just because it doesn't always feel exciting and great and just because I don't wake up every fucking day like, yoo-hoo, can't wait, doesn't mean that it's not in alignment with me, right? And so this really leans me into really understanding the power of the both and, both and. So like the both and pretty much means that multiple things can be true at the same time. And also that everybody has a right to their experience, right? So the both and says that you can and almost certainly will feel more than one thing at a time. You can feel both grateful and resentful of the pressures of growth, right? You can feel both exhilarated by a high powered position and overwhelmed by the responsibilities and the sacrifices that it demands. You can feel appreciated to stay home with your kids and trapped by its routines. You can both love your career and, you know, wish you could just turn off for two weeks. You can feel both ambitious and afraid. And so I love the both and, and I might even do a whole podcast episode on this because it honors the full complicated reality that life presents because life isn't black and white. It's just not. And when we allow ourselves to swim in the gray area, we can just be human. I'm human. I'm human. I'm human and it's okay, right? I have this desire, guys, to build and scale an impactful seven-figure business that I love and feel so fucking fulfilled within. That doesn't mean I'm not always feel that way. That doesn't mean I'm not going to face challenges. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to question if this is the, I've already questioned it a million times. And you might feel this way within your own like wellness journey, like questioning, is this the right you know thing? And am I doing the right things? And is this really what I want to do? Blah, 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 blah. And so it's through expanding my nervous system capacity to hold energetically the both and of the journey of becoming the seven figure business owner. I already am. It's already done. And now it's just aligning and releasing what no longer serves me. Okay. So that pretty much wraps it up for today, guys. You know, going into 2024, my word of the year is courage. Courage, you know, um, I've in the past sabotaged myself. I'm sure I will continue to do so because that ain't going nowhere. But I'm just a lot more aware of my patterns. I'm aware of my attachment styles and I'm aware of that shows up. I'm continuing to invest in myself because I don't got time to waste. I'm not going to sit here and research it all on my own. I'm going to invest in the support if I'm, you know, if I'm connected to it, right? Um and, you know, I am just excited for what's to come. My other goal is just also just continuing to f- glow up financially. Um, you know, I have, ex- like, I've just, 16-year-old Lexi would be so proud. She would be so proud. Like, she would just be like, bitch, I knew it. And so now I'm at the point now where I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to show myself that I contend to my money and that it's safe to have overflow, that it's safe. And I'm not a bad person for that either, right? Something that held me back, and I'm going to do a whole podcast episode of my relationship with money because I know that's something we need to talk about. Um, <laughs> but I, my dad, he's an immigrant from DR. 
And he always talked like, and I love him to death, but he always talked bad about people with money, people who made money. And I always had this negative connotation with that. And so anytime I would grow, I would feel guilty and impulsively spend it or again, make it just go away because I didn't feel like, like I didn't feel like I was a good person if I had it. And so I've, I've worked on healing a lot of that. And now it's going, it's just continuing to expand on that, feeling worthy of it, letting it grow, directing my energy where I want it to go through overcoming avoidance, right? And procrastination, avoiding looking at things, avoiding this and that, and really just allowing myself to kind of go through that. Okay. Um, I always used to have, I mean, I'm still kind of working on this limiting belief that I'm not like a responsible person. And this goes back to just like so many past things. Um, and even as women, women have been led to believe that we are not responsible with money or we're not responsible beings. Um, but I'm healing that wound and proving to myself that I am responsible by upholding systems and continuing to do that work in terms of like my overall health and fitness. Um, I do have some physique goals this year, but I'm not focused solely on physique. Um, I am, you know, focused on getting stronger, you know, tracking my macros. Um, I do give myself two intuitive days a week right now. Um, I'm eating at maintenance and my goal is just to really just stay consistent with my training and also incorporate on top of my training and my weightlifting other forms of movement that I enjoy and that I feel called to, um, which honestly, I don't really, I don't really enjoy anything else right now other than weightlifting. So I think I'm good for there for now. I do like hitting a little stairmaster here and there. Um, so I'm just going to continue to share my journey with you guys. And again, if this gave you insight or, you know, had you thinking in any way, shape or form, it would mean so much to leave a review, share this on your story, tag me and yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Bye and happy new year.